0: Audio. Hey everybody, I need you to know this is not an investment advice podcast, okay? The host goal is simply to unravel some of the mystery of what the stock market is and how it works, but not how to invest in it. Alright? Now that being said, enjoy the show. Well as my mother used to say, invest like no one's watching. Do the paper jam! Yeah, let's do the paper jam. To the paper jam, nothing's real, the money's fake. To the paper jam, I said to the paper jam, to the paper jam, oh baby, to the
1: paper jam, the paper jam, look like a gem, we're paper trading. Hey, folks, and welcome to the Paper Jam podcast, where every single week we randomly move our fake money from one stock over to the next one. My name is Mike
0: Morris, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kenny Grape. Happy holidays. No, no, no. Happy it's holidays. <laughs> well, the weather outside is delightful. And the sun is shining bright full. And since there's so many places to go. <laughs> it's California, it's California. It's California. No, no huh? And, that's, and since there's no
1: it's so many places to go. <laughs>
0: happy holidays. Happy couple of days. Hey Mike, I know you said uh, you didn't want to address it, but I, I'm going to address I'm it. I'm addressing
1: it right off the bat.
0: Z- Zoom. We're on Zoom. 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 Zoom Zoom. We should admit that every
1: time that we're doing a Zoom recording from across the country, we just invest in Zoom that month.
0: I don't know. That feels hack. I'm gonna say hard. It feels old hat to me. Busy saying yes in every other aspect of my goddamn life. I'm saying no to you. That's what my uh, dad said to me. He said, "I'm saying yes to everything else. So I what? gotta say no to you." <laughs> Just kidding. He didn't say that. But as you're holding a, as you're holding a
1: baseball <laughs> glove and your hat up, and you're seven years old, Here's I'm a fun saying story. yes to my boss every other day of the week. I'm saying no to something. It's gonna be you. you.
0: Okay. <laughs> Oh, when I was first playing lacrosse, we went to, uh, oh God, what was the name of the sports store? It wasn't Dick's. It was something else. I don't remember what it was. Modell's. Modell's, maybe. It was black and white. It was over by uh, the Guitar Center. Yep. Do you know what I'm talking about? Black, white, and red. Modell's. Yeah. So I went to Modell's and I got a lacrosse stick because I was going to join lacrosse because I was unaware then that it was- Oh, big
1: man. Well, I didn't know.
0: No, it's interesting uh, (laughs) because- I didn't know it wasn't
1: for nerds like me. I'm speaking (laughs) for myself, my own perspective, not yours.
0: No, true. It, 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 the, by the way, the culture of lacrosse significantly changed when I entered high school and the coach was like, was like, all right, pussies, let's rock. Like, oh, oh my God, li- I, I, I'm sorry for saying that, but he swore. No, no he I, said, I'm sure oh, that's exactly what he said. And I was like, well, I'm not doing this. And all my friends were like, isn't he hilarious? And I was like, he was like, had to be uh, like conservatively 300 pounds in chain smoking, screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, when I first got a lacrosse stick, my dad and I went to do a toss and I threw it to him and then he threw it back and it instantly hit me in the face, the ball.
1: Did your dad know how to throw a crossball?
0: ball? <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was more me getting hit. <laughs> Ow! Just a hard ball. Anyways, Zoom. We're on Zoom. I was going to say it uh, It feels like the beginning of the pandemic a little bit in that it feels relaxing to be on Zoom as opposed to like a nightmare yes. that you're trapped in. Although it's different because you you and my fiance, Moira, still work pretty remote, right? So you're on Zoom a from lot. from home. We all work from home. WFH! <laughs> W-F-H. WFH,
1: baby. WFH with to- Mike man. Who are your guys? Who are your guys? Yeah, How, is that Lennon? a thing? great.
0: Has anyone done what? that? Welcome back to WHM Working From Home. Mike, today we're playing the hits of laying down on the couch during lunch, then getting back to <laughs> DoorDash for dinner. Coming up I've next, never- it's a block of rock on WHM <laughs> the mic. Mike wfm the
1: mic uh i don't think it's been done um i like it ken yeah we're, we're we're doing it remote i don't want to talk at first i was like i don't want to even reference it at all there's some podcasts i know that they don't do it in office and i was like i'm talking about it at all but ken i have so much stuff that i want to talk about we're recording from coast to coast and this is what people tune in for it's not the stock advice it's the fact that you and me are all over the map, Ken. We're, we're, we're from here to there, from left to right. We're mainly only in three to four different places in the country at any time. At any right. time. But Ken, yes, we are recording. Uh, I was hoping to plan this out so that I didn't have to do it via Zoom, but, via, Zoom, uh, via Zoom, but I am calling from the great granite state of New Hampshire. And Ken, I think now is as good a time as ever to kick it over to Michael's Corner.
0: And now it's time for Michael's Corner, baby, it's fun. Michael's Corner, it has
1: begun. That's right, it's Michael's Corner. And Ken, I'm here to talk to you about something very specific. Two, this is a kind of a two-parter. It's 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 kind of a toss-up for me of this. Is, this feels hard because you are my best friend and my 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 pod partner, my business partner. And if I was with somebody, if I was working on a project with someone that I didn't know that well, we had a set time to record today. Um, if I was working on a project with someone I didn't know very well, I would be like, I have to be early. I can't do this. But because you're my best friend, you I can took disrespect advantage of the me. situation. I could disrespect you as a man, as a human, <laughs> and say, I-, I could be on time and early for this, or I could go to Hayward's Ice Cream in Nashua, oh! get myself a crap
0: <laughs> <laughs> Get myself a and be five
1: to seven minutes late for the podcast.
0: Oh, get this inconvenience you. Ooh, the thickest, hand packed, hard tied. Woohoo! Oh, that's what Woo-hoo! you're sipping on. I've never had a Hayward shake. Guys, mm. if you guys, gals, and bald headed pals, me. guys, girls, and bald, no, you got ladies, and germs, and bald headed worms that aren't girls. Yes. <laughs> guys, gals, and non binary pals, you got. <laughs> I've heard that one before. You got to be getting to Haywards. It's Woo. good. They open one in Merrimack.
1: They open what? one in Merrimack. Where? Where are you're from. It, I don't know, but they have, it, it exists. They're, it depends. So, so here's a here's my here's the reason I initiated Michael's Corner. <clears throat> right. I was talking to my my fiance with me, who's from Florida. Um, and I was uh, so there's Haywards is a very, it's a it's a single it's like a two, it used to be a two shop ice cream shop, and there's one in Nashua, New Hampshire, and there's one in Milford, New Hampshire, and apparently just opened a third one in Merrimack, New Hampshire. But, but the, the reason of the Michael's Corner was we went out and we got dinner uh, tonight with my dad and some friends. And I was like, okay, here's the thing I got to be home in time for the podcast, but I if we don't go to Hayward's tonight, I'm probably not going to go at all. And mm-hmm. Hayward's is just like, I think. Maybe it's a New England thing, but, like, I think everybody who has a great life or a great childhood has, like, your closest home, like, ice cream stop. At least in New Hampshire, it's a really big deal. It's like, what yeah. is your ice cream shop? Like,
0: For us, it was King Cone.
1: For, yeah, I was going to say in Merrimack, New Hampshire, it's a King Cone or maybe the big one.
0: There used For to be his, a place called Madden's, which was Madden's was the uh, King Cone was a soft serve, and Madden's was the place where you could get like what do what they call that? Not soft serve, just regular ice cream and Sundays and like hot dog, New England style hot dogs and chicken yep, fingers. Steamed and, hot
1: dogs, steamed buns.
0: No, no, no. The the griddled with oh, the that's, butter. That's the, a sides original. With the with the butter. The butter side grilled oh, hot yeah, dogs. Oh, you know what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Oh my God, that's good. But that and that's the thing. It's like it, it, hit us up at the Paper Jam Pod on Instagram and let us know your hometown ice cream spot. Cause I wanna know because the thing is, is I was like, I asked man, I was like, hey, I know we're we're kinda running all over the place. I really want to go to Haywards. I have I if I don't go, I'm not gonna get to go. And when you're in Nashville, New Hampshire, if you guys have ever been, you gotta go to Haywards. You gotta get a steamed hot dog and a steamed bun. Their fries are really Never good. Never had but, that. Oh my god, it's they there's they do something to their hot dogs that are just so good. But then also the fraps, which I think we talked oh. about. What's the the difference between a milkshake and a frap is... Um,
0: oh, that's know, a good question. Uh, ask ChatGPT.
1: Wanna... ChatGPT-ing in real time.
0: chatgpt in real, real, real time. time. When you fuck the world, I still love you, ChatGPT. I'll be Chachi your B-T. baby boy. You'll need me. I'm your slave. I'm your slave. ChatGPT. You can own me and I will smile for thee.
1: Uh, all right. I'm saying, what is the difference between... A frap and a milkshake, googling things in real time. I can't sing the ChatGPT song again because I do not remember it.
0: Ch- a frap G-B-T. and a milkshake.
1: Both are cold blended beverages that are typically made with milk and sweeteners. However, there are some differences between the two. Oh my God, there's a lot of them. Okay, hold on. Oh, ChatGPT, you're going too crazy. Um, consistency. Milkshakes have thicker and creamier. Yeah, compared that's to what fraps. I think. I Milkshakes generally consist of milk, ice cream, flavorings such as chocolate syrup. Fraps typically include instant coffee, milk oil. What is this crap? I, it's I hard to just... say.
0: I'm seeing somewhere that sometimes milkshakes are thicker, fraps are thicker. I think frap ultimately is a uh, uh, a milkshake, in my mind, is like vanilla milkshake, chocolate milkshake. And fraps are like, uh, I mean, what did you get? You get vanilla frapper? or? Uh,
1: you're just getting know. whatever flavor you want at Hayward's. <laughs> Hayward's at Hayward's in Nashville. You can just get any ice cream flavor as a frap. Yeah, and, and their fraps it's a milk. It's essentially a milkshake, but it's so good. And here's the reason of my Michael's Corner. I wanted to go, and I was there. I was waiting in line for my frap. I ordered what I wanted. I got the the fries, the hamburger. Oh, I'm sorry, I got the fries, the uh, the hot dog, my frap. I, I called my dad last minute. I was like, Hey, I'm going to here where you want anything. He was like, no, no, I really shouldn't. I'll be good. And I was like, all right. I was about to hang up with them. He's like, actually wait, just give me like a small, give me a small ice cream sundae. They have a really good ice cream sundays." <clears throat> so anyway, so I'm, I'm there and I'm so excited. I order my frap. I order my stuff and I'm waiting there for my ice cream and the girl, it's all run by 15 to 16 year old kids. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, there's no adults working inside. Yeah. Like, I don't know if this is the thing for every ice cream store. There's never any real adults. It's all, it's all kids on summer vacation. But then I'm waiting and the girls talks to this married couple behind me and they're like, are you guys next? You can go. And the guy is like, uh, talking to his wife, are you ready? And she's like, no, no, I'm not ready. And he's like, oh, we, we can't go. There's just too many choices. And I was like, "Hey, they got to have less choices to make this easier for him, easier for us." Am I right? And then we're all laughing together. And then they're like, "There's another guy behind them." They're like, "You can go ahead. You can go ahead." And he was, "You think I'm ready to go? Look at all these flavors. This is amazing." <laughs> <laughs> these are people who live in natural. Like they go all the time. But they're all, we're all laughing, talking about how great the ice cream is. And I was like, said to Amanda when I came in, I was like, "The best part, especially in New Hampshire, but and your hometown, of like going to these ice cream spots. It's just like you're catching if you're." If you're catching somebody at the ice cream line, like you're catching someone at the best part of their day. Maybe right. I'm sure there's times where it's the worst part of the day, but it's like you're with like your 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 partner, your yourself, and you're you're at the point where someone's gotten over the point of like, should I, should I not? And they're all there in line. They're like, I'm doing something special just for me. I'm giving myself a little treat. Yeah. And I said to him, I was like, not only is the food delicious and stuff like that, but like, just like the, the energy and like soul joy that I got from being around all these people who like, it's a, it's a Wednesday, Tuesday night, whatever night it is. And they're just like, they're just there to like take a little slice out of life to, to take a little time out of their day and to actually enjoy the world around them. And it, it brought me just so much joy. So uh, hit us at the paper jam, uh, and let us know what your favorite, uh, what your local ice cream shops are. Ken, do you have a, are you relating to this? Is this a similar thing to, to you as a new, fellow New Hampshire guy?
0: Yeah, I always enjoyed, um, yeah. King Cone is a very small soft serve classic ice cream place. By the way, the Haywards and Merrimack is opening up like walking distance from King Cone which is slightly slightly shots fired. But one is soft serve. One is, what are they called? Hard pack. Someone's called it hard pack, and I've never... It's stuck in my head. What would you say if
1: I told you that as a Nashua guy, as a Nashua kid, I think King Cone sucks?
0: Well, I get it. It's not like... It's not not one of those things that's like objectively like... uh, uh, it doesn't stand on it doesn't like stand up to the test of like is this fantastic it's all tied up in nostalgia
1: for me yeah and a soft serve ice cream spot i'm actually and i would only be if as a astro kid i would only be saying that to just shots fired at you like i don't actually have any real opinions about king cone well, i think it's but it is much like for a soft serve ice cream spot to stand up against a, a hayward's which has so many ice cream flavors fries, i do hot think dogs, though fries
0: I I do think. Well, by the way, King Cone does have food, but I've never really gotten it. Um, and uh, I think King Cone is better than like uh, like tr- some most soft serve places. I think a lot of soft serve, like you know those trucks in New York that have like the zillion flavors of soft serve or like Mr. the stripes the stripes of flavor. I think it's like higher quality. It's like a, there's a place actually in LA called CVT, which very specifically wanted to create New England style soft serve. And the difference is that, like, New England style soft serve, like King Cone, I believe uses like higher quality dairy. So it's more, it is more like soft serve ice cream as opposed to like McDonald's milkshake soft serve. Um, I feel
1: like that's like, go ahead, keep going, sorry.
0: Oh, I just want to say, I think I found this answer to frap, by the way, which is oh. it has to do with like old timey lingo. Like this probably yes. the the difference between a frap and a milkshake probably also cropped up around the time of like, uh, what are they called? Egg creams and malts, like the soda jerk yeah, yeah, yeah. candy store era where you'd go in and they'd make you a Coke by mixing soda water and syrup. You know, yes. it seems like at some point a milkshake was literally Milk, syrup, and ice, and you shook it, and it was frothy, right? Oh. And so then when someone added ice cream to that, in New England, they called it a frap, and then in other places, the ice cream added in kept being called a milkshake, and New England kept the distinction, but then milkshakes, the drink of the shaken milk, went away. Mil- um, milkshake,
1: became, milkshake became a noun, kind of like Kleenex.
0: Yeah. Or like Kleenex Uber, is, Or like Google.
1: Yes. An Uber, yeah. Get an Uber. There are other ride shares out there. Get a Kleenex, yes, but it's also a facial tissue.
0: What um, is a frap called in Rhode Island? Apparently, in Rhode Island, they call it a cabinet because the syrups to make the drink were stored in cabinets. An absolute
1: no for me. And if you guys are from Rhode Island, at me and yell at me because that's a big no. You guys are doing that. No wonder you're the smallest state next to next to
0: Maryland. I, I was a. Uh, Writing, smallest three uh, states
1: go smallest three states don't think too much about it smallest three states
0: smallest three states S- smallest three states uh Delaware Rhode Island uh smallest three states D- uh Delaware Rhode think Island much? Del- or Delaware Rhode Island N- New Hampshire
1: New Hampshire oh what the oh I'm actually surprised by this what, what number is it? one Rhode Island yeah, one thousand two hundred fourteen square miles. Number two, Delaware, home of mm-hmm. uh, home of Aubrey Plaza and John Gallagher Jr. and Joe Biden.
0: Uh, <laughs> that in that order. those three triangles your whole <laughs> life.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
0: You give me uh, those three people. My number figure. one
1: celebrity crush, John Gallagher Jr. I guess he's my male celebrity crush, and well, uh, Joe like Biden just like spring awakening president. president, not my president.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, you know it. You know where he's from, so you voted for him. <laughs> Wait, so what's the and third one? Number number three. I don't know if I believe
1: this. Is it like Iowa? This can't be right. It says at and No, at 8, 4,845 square feet. This is chat beat GBT, which this could be a great argument for AI. It says Connecticut. What? No.
0: Oh, really? No. That, huh. Hold up. Hold up. Googling things. What?
1: In real time. Is that true? It says, yeah, even Google says this. No. Is this? No way is this possible. No, New I guess Jersey? it is.
0: Yeah, it looks like what? it is. Yeah. It's like half the size of Massachusetts. Well, this I, do- this dovetails nicely Ken, into something else. I uh, this thing uh, is tiny,
1: Connecticut. I went to college in Connecticut, uh, Ken. I'm not saying it's Yale. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying I went to school in Connecticut.
0: I got uh, so I got asked to do something for um, a podcast that's going to Boston, and um, they I had to write a note that they'll read on stage at the show. And this is a podcast that's going, um, it's on tour. And they asked me, since I'm from Boston, to make something for the Boston show. And Is this
1: coming up or is this like an old thing? I know you used to do live oh,
0: podcasts. Oh, well, this is the, do. the if you're going to see, I don't know when this comes out, but if you're going to see the the Doughboys in uh, Medford, Massachusetts, there's going to be a musical thing that I made for the show. Uh, oh, nice. And uh, they they read it at like a, a note after it from me as a fan and I debated saying, uh, I used to live, I used to live in Medford, Massachusetts. Enjoy the show. Also fuck Connecticut. It's not part of new England.
1: (laughs) You should say that. Did you not do it? No, I
0: didn't. I felt like that was like way two shots fired.
1: No, it's not. (laughs) They'll get mad. And guess what? They won't do anything about it. Connecticut. Connecticut at me if you want. I love Connecticut, but they don't care about New England until all of
0: a sudden they're New York you. when they want to be in
1: New England when they, they want. are, it suits them. And guess what? They always want to be from New York.
0: Unless act of course like it's the pretty foliage. Oh, we're New England. We're New England. You don't know shit, and you don't shit. <laughs> you don't even like these socks. You don't even know
1: Noma. <laughs> you've never been to Fenway. If you've never been to Fenway, you're not even from New England. They don't know what they're talking about.
0: Vermont you is said my cousin back. who wears sandals, and he's not part of the family. Who? Vermont is like... Vermont, Vermont? is like, it's
1: Vermont? It's my cousin. He's like me, but different.
0: We're fine. We love him. He smokes marijuana, and he wears sandals, okay? And you can't judge him. And then there's my cousin Lou from Maine. Very
1: racist, but nice guy when you get to know him.
0: <laughs> Look...
1: Let's there's... alienate every state.
0: <laughs> Look... Okay. Look, Vermont voted for Bernie and I hold it against him. And Maine voted for Trump and I hold that against him. But we all, (laughs) we all at the end of the day really like ice cream. So we all (laughs) at the end of the day
1: have a drinking problem. (laughs) (laughs) And Ben and Jerry's Vermont. my, my brother in Vermont voted for Bernie Sanders. My cousin in Maine voted for Trump and Giuliani. And my cousin in Rhode Island voted for Jill Stein. But we've all got a drinking
0: problem at the end of the day, don't we? Hey, let's all get together and sing our song. Mike, this isn't a show about New England. No, New England kind of ice is.
1: cream and politics. It pretty much is. If you guys are here, you've got, you've got to have some affinity but no ken what even is this show
0: well about two years ago we started with ten thousand dollars of fake money in a paper trading platform and every single week we randomly move it from one stock to the next last week our money was in lockheed martin and this week our money is in barclays
1: barclays uh i know so little about this company
0: well mike i wanted to ask you since you, uh, speaking of the, you know, we were talking earlier about some time I spent in New York. I wanted to know what Barclays makes you think of, and I have a bit of a guess what it might make you think of. hmm Barclays makes
1: me think of the Barclays Center. Yes. I used to live a 10-minute walk from the Barclays Center, which reminds me of the Zamboni. Uh, a Zamboni is the thing that comes out in hockey games to clean the ice i used to live by the barclays center i loved living by the barclays center my fa- i live in los angeles my fantasy is to move back to brooklyn and live by the barclays center so i can just see cheap basketball games and cheer on the zamboni but what we do in the show is we're doing an a to c i'm saying the things to think of the barclays center makes you think of the zamboni i'm down to talk all things zamboni i'm down to all things barclays center basketball whatever but you I- want
0: I wanted to ask you. So my question yes. is, I, I think you have a neat, a pretty unique perspective on the borough of Brooklyn in New yes, York City. It. You know, you're not uh, an intolerable rich kid living in Williamsburg. You're also not an no, insufferable no. hipster living in Bushwick. You're also not an Italian dad living in Carroll Gardens. And you're also not some sort of business daddy living in Brooklyn Heights or Greenpoint. I want to know you, Mike, as the everyman, what is it yes. that you... You fell in love with Brooklyn in a different way yes. than I saw many other people fall in love with Brooklyn. I listed a whole bunch of archetypes that I saw that happen. I want to know, yes. what is it that you love so much about Brooklyn?
1: Well, I actually do fall into a real other archetype, which is not necessarily any better than any of those, but I was white kid teaching elementary school in uh, in the inner city. That At is elementary, an archetype. Is that NBC. correct? Yes, I've never watched that show, but I have been told that I really need to. Uh, (laughs) I love New York City very, very much. Uh, I love it so, so, so much, and I spent years living there and really, really enjoyed my time there, and the thing that I loved so much about it was I was a teacher. Folks who listen to the show know I used to teach second grade, and when I lived in New York, I would do improv and comedy in Manhattan, and during the day... I would do, uh, I would teach elementary school in New York, uh, in an area called Brownsville, uh, which was, was pretty far out, not that far out there, but, but a little far out there, um, at a, at a charter school. Uh, and I fell in love with Brooklyn so, so much of not just, I, it had all the stuff that I, that half of me wanted of like, I wanted to do improv and I wanted to do comedy in New York city. I loved, I loved going into Manhattan and taking the train and, uh, and going to the bars and hanging out with people and doing comedy and stuff in Manhattan. But what I really did love is I loved my I loved my life living in Brooklyn where I didn't, you know, I had friends in Brooklyn who were like, oh, it's, my life is miserable. I get on the train, it's packed for 50 minutes every day, going to Manhattan where everyone's going to work and it's such a mess. Whereas for me, I lived in a little area of Brooklyn, really loved where I lived, and I took the public bus even deeper into Brooklyn every day, which was like not that packed at all. So there was times where I would just spend full, like a full week in Brooklyn and not go into the, into the city at all. Um, I love New York so much. I love the community there. I, I was very, very fortunate. I loved all the families that I worked for. Uh, I worked with a lot of really wonderful people. I would, you know, go to their apartment from time to time and, uh, their families were super welcoming and made me really feel part of the community. And, um, I just think it's amazing. I think New York is LA has a lot of this too, but New York is just one of the most wonderful places in the world is that it is such a melting pot. There is so many uh, there are so many different cultures and so many people, different kinds of people coming from all sorts of different places, making all sorts of different foods and things like that. And the the baseline there I think is just being a pretty open-minded person and trying new things. But I, I loved my time living in Brooklyn very, very much. Um, and like that, I, I lived by, when the Barclay Center was very new uh, and the Brooklyn Nets moved from New Jersey to Brooklyn, and I was, I was there after that. But I, I had a wonderful time there.
0: That's, yeah, I I couldn't agree more. You know, I have I've, was often. Would, I would
1: see you in new, when I lived in New York, you were in New York all the time.
0: Yeah. And I, I uh, lived
1: in New York for a second when I was there and then, I lived in L.A. when you moved back.
0: Yeah, I lived. I think I have cumulatively lived there in bits and pieces a a year, (laughs) Uh, various stints and relationships and all that kind of stuff. Um, But, you know, I, I really do think there was something the most recent time that I was there, I was there for like three months over the summer and i just you really do feel like you're part of something bigger than yourself and there's something so like beautifully industrial and the the flow of life you just you very much you feel like you're one of those light cycles in tron just like zipping around Uh, i really i really liked it but i i you know i want to know what is it about is the barclays center was it just an arena or did it have didn't have like a shopping mall kind of attached to it too
1: um yeah it kind of had a shopping it kind of has a shopping mall attached to it it's 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 kind of like in like downtown Brooklyn where there there are a lot of malls as a target not that far away. But I loved living where I lived. It was it was so easy to get there by the train. That um, that's when I started watching a lot of basketball. I would see the the Brooklyn Nets play for for very cheap, and that area is pretty fun. It was just so fun to just go and you could go to see a basketball game and things like that. And Kenner, do you where? Where does basketball land in your, if you, gun to your head, had to spend an evening at a professional sporting event, where is basketball? Can you break it down for me?
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Because we're famously not necessarily sports
0: guys. You definitely, I mean, we both definitely grew up in, actually, I don't know this, is your family a big sports family?
1: Yes. Everybody, pretty much except for me growing up. Because we were song and dance men.
0: Yeah, and everyone had like the little the little zip up jacket that had one one of the various teams' logos on it, or yes. a hat with one of the teams' logos on it. Celtics, Bruins, Red Sox, Patriots. Um, yes. And uh, why is it pronounced why is it pronounced Celtics and not Celtics? Anyways, stop. <laughs> Uh it's funny. So it was like, we're replacing all the offensive all the offensive logos except the one of the Irish man fighting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that one has
1: to stay because we don't like
0: them. We'll let we don't them like ourselves.
1: Sense. Uh well,
0: I, I don't think anyone Irish.
1: pushed Boston to do it. I think if they did, Boston would let them do it. So it's just like, yeah, just leave it. What's funny um, is I just could not care about sports at all when I was in when I was growing up because I was same. so bad at all of them, and now I'm an adult and uh, you're watching the Celtics, watching the Patriots. Like, are you guys seeing this stuff? This is crazy. People are like, yeah, dude, I, we we uh, we cared about this our entire lives. Where have you been?
0: What I think. It, what is your order here? Okay, so I think emotionally, my number one because there was one sport that growing up. I did want to play, and I did want to be good at, and I did think was not cool, but like slick, which was baseball. It was the Red Sox. Uh, Oh,
1: It was was boring. I
0: played so much
1: baseball. I was so bad at baseball.
0: I loved playing baseball up until I had a coach completely ruin it for me. Gray! No, just, like, stuck me in the outfield. There was this—I think I told this story on the podcast once. I Very early, I believe you did. Yeah, I—my—this guy was obsessed with winning the championship, and we won it. And when we got the trophy, I apparently told my mom, uh, this means oh, yeah. nothing because I didn't play. He, like, yes. rode me on the bench and stuck me in the outfield. He'd be like, you're really good at the outfield. Like, fucking gaslighting my ass. <laughs> um, gaslighting me. But one time— me. I said, can I just bat before I go? I have to leave early. Can I just bat? And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of course, of course. And he put me at the end of the batting order, so I never bat. And I was like, then why what did is- I even show up to this game, you asshole? Yeah. Just fucking dickhead.
1: Um, <laughs> this is nothing to me.
0: And I told him, he's to like... Be, what did you want?
1: You wanted I to wanted be to like pitch. Short staff?
0: I wanted to be Kenny Powers. P- I wanted to pitch. I That's what... I thought...
1: You want to, you want to, your first year in Little League and you want to
0: go to the show pitching? Dude, I wasn't in Little League. I was like 13. Oh. Like, I I guess that is is still Little League, but like he did a thing where he held private auditions for positions and it was invite only on the team. And I didn't That's get weird. invited to any of these things. Like I was like, hey, I want to pitch. He goes, Oh, actually, we held a pitching seminar for the people who we believed like could like do it. And like down the road, though, perhaps we'll like do a couple of workshops, see if you can do it. I'd just be like, what is this? Like yeah. anyways. You gotta so-
1: work your way in there, Ken. You gotta find out who's the guy whose palm you gotta grease.
0: So, in terms of sports, this is difficult. So is it watch or play? Watch. Right now, watch. Okay, then number and then one. Blend. Okay, so number one is probably basketball because uh, it mo- it moves fast and it's fun to watch. Yeah. Second is like, the, I do have so many fond memories tied to football of Sunday. Yes. Of just sitting on the couch eating, uh, you know, tortilla chips or whatever the fuck, yeah. uh, saltines and Cheez Its and Sam Adams.
1: I don't know. So dry. So dry. And just salty. like,
0: it'd be like, all I remember is this. Like, all everyone watching, oh, and just be like, yeah. oh, by the way, you know, this, like, then a conversation is like, uh, down. Hey, so kid, how's the theater going? Yeah, yeah, I showcase back on. Oh, we're getting a
1: shed, by the way. Did I tell you about the shed?
0: Is that your experience, too, the conversations between the plays? Or was it quiet? The game is on. Because there were no. definitely a couple uncles who weren't talking to people, who were eyes forward watching it. Quiet, quiet That's Jeff, the thing. Quiet.
1: There was some stuff of like, I was so. I'm sure I understand. Shut up, Siri. Uh, there was some stuff of like, I think I would have liked it a lot more if someone, it's so much easier to say now of like, if someone really broke down to me the rules of what was happening. And I don't think I ever got that. People were like, don't check it, 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 it. Look. And I'm like, I don't, wh- wh- who's, who are they passing it to? Can you, can you hold the ball with two hands and why you can't run? Like wh- what is going on? But, but at the end of the day, I, I, I tell myself that, but at the end of the day, like I'm sure someone tried. I just wasn't listening. I just didn't care. Yeah, I didn't. And now either. I now more now in my life I care. I love I love watching the Patriots. You've come to my house. We watch the Patriots sometimes. It's, I it's did fun. that
0: once. I did that once. Yeah, you did it more than once. Maybe. Yeah, I I do think though there is God. This is there's so many divisions. Okay, there's play. Play. You're just saying watch live in person or on television. Because that's different. Because like I on, would say take it as you will. All right, in person, my number one is probably hockey. I like hockey. Hockey! My my dad loved hockey, and I like watching hockey. It's fast, it's violent, it's quick, it's fun. Yeah. You sit close, you can really feel it. Football's always in huge stadiums. I actually don't think I've ever been to a live football game outside high school. I didn't give a shit. They're expensive. I used to watch my high school team play. I didn't care. Uh, Go Marriott Robots! What was the (laughs) team name? Tomahawks.
1: Very offensive. Don't say that on my podcast.
0: <laughs> on and my then, uh, podcast. There was something I enjoyed, though, about when I was when I was drinking. Boy, yes, yes. oh boy, did I like going to Fenway Park. I'll tell you <laughs> oh, that. Oh, my
1: God. I know. The
0: last time I went <laughs> to Fenway. Nine hours I, of I, just I, laying down in the sun. <laughs> oh, no.
1: Is uh, Johnny David still on the team? That was 20. 20, that was 20 years ago. I, uh, he's great. He had that long hair. <laughs> All right, kid, you got to get out of here.
0: Money ball.
1: Money ball. Money ball. Yes, yes. Jonah Hill is in shape now, but he wasn't. always, oh, sir, we got to get you out of here. <laughs> the green one stack. That. This beer I, was $25. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm like, I like sports so much more now as an adult of like, I'm kind of surprised that kids like sports as much as they do of like, unless you have someone who like really is breaking down the rules So like, I kind of like sports. If I have some friends who I like hanging out with and being like, Hey, you want to come over and like watch the, the Celtics game. It's like, we'll hang out for two and a half hours. We'll, we'll talk in the little bits in between, but like, when did it happen in your life where it's just like, Oh, I love an opportunity where I don't have to like talk or like, I like to hang out and do something. So it's not like, you
0: know, you, know, you know what I mean? It is fun. It is. It definitely is like a good thing to do if you're looking to sort of passively hang out with someone and like, uh, I found it awkward when I didn't know people sometimes because it was so silent and I was like, well, I don't yes. really, I don't want to interrupt because some people are like, I don't know how into it every people are. I had to stop hanging out with some of my friends in college yes. because they started betting on sports and the vibe completely <laughs> changed.
1: That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother world that I'm just not a part of. And people are like, I did the pilot, I lost 1500 bucks this weekend. I'm like, I do not know what is going on here. <laughs> oh.
0: Have you ever been to Barclays Center, Ken? I have. Friend of the pod, what Caleb Wells, took me to go see the Rangers. Oh, was I there? No, not the Rangers. Uh, yeah. The, no, 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 no no, no, no. The Islanders. The Islanders. Is, is the Islanders. Garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was I there? No, I might was- have been. It was uh, it was his birthday. Why were, were you I there? Uh, I lived I was, with the man. I was there. He was there. His then girlfriend his was there. No,
1: I must have been there for this. I don't know. You hate me so much that you're just removing me from your memories now. I like a, like, a, uh, like a like a like uh, a uh, 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 uh,
0: Jim Carrey. Come on! Oh, uh, Eternal Sunshine, the spotless mind. Yeah, like that. You do that to me? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Why? You I think I you. want to remember doing this show? You do. You were good <laughs> You asked what sports I you like. Think I, I like took this. I took twenty-five minutes to ramble about not answering.
1: You did. <laughs> You're recording this podcast just so that it is, these are like the hidden files, so if it's an it's emergency, you don't actually post them online and stuff. You just put it on a hard drive and tell me that, hey, Mike, we have this many viewers today. It's all just going onto a hard drive in case you ever need to re- live your memory with me. Well, Ken, <laughs> we could sit here and talk shop about sports and ice cream and all that kind of stuff, but stop me if you don't think this is the right time, but... I think we put a lot of our money into Barclays, and I'm very excited to see what happened with our money after After the the break! Ken, I love the Paper Jam so much, I just wish there was more of it.
0: Mike, don't you know about the Patreon? Patreon what? That's right, our Patreon, where we have a backlog of 90 bonus episodes, <gasps> discount codes for our live shows here <gasps> in Los Angeles, as well as uncut video versions of our mainline pod that you hear every week. So if you've heard it, now you can see it. Stop,
1: stop, stop. It sounds like
0: fun, but what does this cost, like a million dollars? No! Oh! <laughs> it's $3.99 a month. Can you believe it? And look, signing up helps support the show, keeps it growing, gives you... You know, a little something fun for helping us I can't wait. Ken, where do I sign up? Oh, you go to patreon.com slash the pod, my friend. Oh. You'll get access to all of this fun. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you give us five stars and a
1: follow on Spotify? Please do that stuff, guys. It really helps the show. It does? Yes. Oh, okay. Then <laughs> get out of here. Enjoy the show and we'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. bye. We're
0: back, And We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Mike, this week we invested all of our monies into Barclays. Barclays. Barclays is a multinational financial institution and one of the largest banks in the United Kingdom. It offers a wide range of banking and financial services to individuals, businesses, and institutional clients. Barclays was founded by John Frame, Frame, and Thomas Fram. Gould, not Tony Gould, in 1690. Ah originally established as a goldsmith banking business in the city of London, 1690. It was initially known as Freeman Gould. Over the years, the business went through several name (laughs) changes and transformations, eventually becoming Barclays, because in 1736, James Barclay, who had married into the Freeman family, became a partner in the firm, and and the name was changed to Barclay, Beaven, and Benning in 1761. I mean, could you be any more British? However... It wasn't until 1896 that the bank officially adopted the name Barclays Bank Limited. The bank Limited. experienced significant growth and expansion throughout the 20th century. I already read that. Oh, today my maybe I did. It's a prominent. Yeah, I read that already. <laughs> uh, okay, Barclays. But they do retail and commercial banking, corporate and investment banking, wealth management, Barclay Card, uh, which is a significant player in the credit card industry, investment management, Barclay's Africa Group Limited. Overall, Barclay's operates as a universal bank catering the financial needs of individuals, businesses, and institutions through its various divisions and subsidiaries. It's a big old bank. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: like, so here's my thing. It's like. Wait. Well, first of all, I'm very familiar with the Barclay car- card just because you can. You I'm know, not. I'm a credit card. F- I'm a credit card hog. I'd th-
0: I'd say you're a little bit of a credit card addict, my friend. Would you knock it off? Not on the show.
1: <laughs> I'm a credit card hog in that I'm always looking for the best credit card and the best deal. And yes. always Barclays is always kind of shut down my throat. Do you know anyone that has Barclays Bank? No. Me neither.
0: Maybe <laughs> Ted Ted Lasso. I don't know. Well, it's a British bank. Yeah, that's weird. I wonder let me let me Google British it. bank goes by American basketball team. Do you remember when Santander came on the scene? All of a sudden, Santander was everywhere. Santander. All of a sudden, Santander, it's everywhere.
1: Santander is everywhere, even in my under Whoa Don't get a, don't drink a frat before you podcast, guys. It's something <laughs> my stomach is about to explode. Santander is everywhere. Is even in my underwear.
0: Okay, so there's a lot of... I need medical
1: assistance.
0: Nope. This is funny. I searched Barclay. And that's all there's are all kinds of businesses with the name Barclay, but none of them are the bank. There's Barclay's Coffee and Tea, Barclay Square Apartment, the Barclay Barclay Hotel, Barclay Square Apartments, Barclay Terry, PhD, Barclay Bicycle, Irvine Barclay Theater, Barclay Fishery, the Law Office of Thomas Y Barclay APLC. You owe us money, Thomas. <laughs> you owe us money. So it doesn't look like there's any Bar- Barclays branches. I mean, I don't know if that's how they operate, but if they have a card, are they like a, can you have a checking account with Barclays? I'm assuming so. You
1: can buy uh what is, you went to business school. Yes. What do you think is the actual like return on revenue for a company buying a sports arena? Oh, you know what? What does Wrigley Gum make every year from the advertising of owning Wrigley Field? What does Barclay Bank actually make from having the Barclays Center? What does the TD Bank make from the garden and institution in Boston?
0: Answer me. That's a good question. So what I'm curious, so it's naming rights. Uh, so naming rights, according to Wikipedia, are a financial transaction in form of advertising or memorialization, whereby a corporation, person, or other entity purchases the right to a name, facility, object, location, program, or event, typically for a defined period of time. So you're asking, what do you think the marketing, how much does do you think it actually works for marketing? I'm always just like, is it actually worth it? That's a good question because they are. Pay- it is a. Because I'm I, never
1: going to watch a Celtics game and thinking, boy, do I want to open an account with TD Bank? I've never thought that once.
0: I imagine it is top of mind type stuff where it's like, it's more of the psychological awareness. Yeah, of like being associated with the team. There's probably also some prestige and morale for the company, but it has to be like. Like the Staples Center, right? Like It changed from the Staples yeah. Center because Staples is going out of business, basically. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> or just not able to fund fucking owning an arena because I, One I didn't One of the biggest realize, ones in the country. I kind of assumed they were part owners of the arena. I don't know why I never really thought of this. That it's fully just them paying the arena. It's the arena to being To put like, their name on it. Yeah, it's just that. That's it. And like, uh, just like you know, probably corporate sponsors, like the names on jerseys. Who? What was the name? What is the name on the Celtics jersey? I saw it the other day. It's like LG uh, or something.
1: Google things in real time. Um, I was gonna. I was just about to look up like what is the stupidest brand that owns a company. Oh, that's uh, a good question. Uh, if you type, type name on Celtics jersey, fun fun side story. Um, Friend of the pod, Hayden Harrower, is like biggest ick. Like one of his biggest... He Vistaprint. Like, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> yes, Vistaprint. I, I always find this, I bring this up to Hayden all the time. He's like, I don't know why you remember this, but he told me once, I think it's so funny. His biggest, he's a very, very big sports fan. And Hayden's biggest icks are, he was like, my second biggest like thing I can't stand is like, when somebody gets like a, a patriots jersey and puts their own back name their own last <laughs> name on the back and he's like he's like oh i can't stand it the only thing i hate more than that is he was like my he's like when you get the he was like my sister got my dad a broncos jersey and it says dad on the back and he's like <laughs> oh
0: my god
1: just get a player's name <laughs> dad or just like gray it's like there's no he can't stand it. He's like, oh, it just gives me the ick so bad. Um, I want to see stupidest. What do you think are the stupidest?
0: Well, I'm looking up. I'm looking look at names say? of them. So uh, there's, there's. I mean, there's lots and lots and lots. A of them are banks and cars, um, and tech companies, as you might assume. Um, but yeah, uh... wow. The first thing that comes
1: to is why is the Barclays Center the worst arena in the country? And I do kind of get it. It's do not ideal.
0: Was it's it so It's not great. Was not it a comparable. new build or was it refurbed?
1: When was the Barkley uh, center built? This
0: yeah. show is just us googling.
1: When was the <laughs> When when Okay, hold on.
0: Mike, what is you what is your favorite arena that you've been to? Uh, Cuz I feel like you've been to more live events than I.
1: Um that is a really good question. So to answer your first question, the Barkley Center was built in 2012. I moved to Brooklyn in 2014. I, and it's just kind of small. I famously got a little too intoxicated and went to a Justin Bieber concert there. And it was just <laughs> awful. That's a, it's a story that's been on the pod before. Um, it looks cool on the outside, but then you go in and it's just kind of like, what is happening here? Um favorite one i've ever been to i probably i haven't been to nearly as many as as many people the the td garden is really fun Uh, madison i mean madison square garden in new york is like one of the most exciting places i've been i i really love that i find the forum to be a little bit of a nightmare do you have that thought of in inglewood i haven't been to i haven't
0: been to a lot of the big i haven't been to any of the big arenas in los angeles yet it's just kind of a drag.
1: Like when you're in the East Side, it's like it's it's far away. The acoustics I don't think are very good, and it's like it's fun, but uh, I would say Madison Square Garden is is definitely up there. It's a lot of fun. I've heard SoFi Stadium in L. A. is really really great, and Gillette. It's just like it's just huge. Like when you go to a football stadium, like there's just so many seats there, and if you go high up enough, like you just feel it like shaking and rocking. There's so many people. It's crazy. Because have you been to a Patriots game in person? No. That's a must. We should go to a we should go to a lake.
0: Or a it's Chargers huge. Game or like, those uh, stadiums are massive. Well, like, let's go, Ken. Yeah, have you been to right. a Dodgers game? No, not yet. But I'm going to one uh, like in a week and a half. Oh well, I'll go. I'll go
1: too, even though I was not invited. <laughs> um, Ken, but we're talking so much about Barclays Center and how not necessarily great it is. But I love the location of Barclays Center. I love living in Brooklyn, having it right there. It was two train stops away from my house. It was very fun to just be able to walk right up and see an NBA game. But, Ken, we're talking all about Barkley. I kind of want to know, did Barkley make me any
0: moolah or not? All right, Mike. As a reminder, because if you're new to the show, what we do is we invest our money as if we had invested it a year ago from today, the day of recording. So, Keith. Real-time data. Drum roll, please. We invested a year ago, $10,597 of money into Barclays. And after one year, we lost Ah. $1,302.37, bringing us down to $9,294.84. Oh! That's right! We're under the initial investment again. Now look, I want to be fully honest. Towards the back half of the show, of the first hundred, I did start Googling hot stocks and looking at those and investing in those to be like, maybe we'll catch a little boost because we were crashing. And hey, guess what happened? We lost money almost every time. Yes, we did. So I had this list of like hot stocks and, you know, Lind PLC and Lockheed Martin were both on that list of stocks that had done well, which makes sense year over year. So... I decided to return with this new annual investment strategy to the the pure thesis. I just pulled up an alphabetical list of every stock listed on NASDAQ and scrolled until one caught my eye. I have no working knowledge. So here's what happened to Barclays.
1: Yes. Give me that real. Give me that real information.
0: Well, if you look at Barclays year over year, they took what I would call a insane fucking drop in the year. Ah. Can you guess the year? Can you guess what year a bank might have crashed really hard? It was right before we graduated. 2012?
1: 2008. Oh, I've to say 2008. Yes.
0: They have never climbed back up to, like, (laughs) what they were before that. Like, it is like... It's hard to say, but it's like it's like two parallel lines pre post and there's a huge peak and then a huge dip. And so they're not even at the highest that they've been since that crash. Their stock is trading roughly, by the way, at seven dollars and 80 cents. So cheap, 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 cheap. Cheap, 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 cheap. That's a new thing. We trademarked that cheap, 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 cheap. But Ken, Mike, here's the Problem. What? Is that a thing? It's a thing that is a, a loose you maybe
1: maybe we're doing something separate, but I think you maybe have picked it up a little bit from me. Probably. And it's one of those deep cut things that people don't know that you're actually quoting something. Do you know what that is from? No. I believe it is from Jingle all the way. Arnold no! Schwarzenegger. Chip, <laughs> like cheap, chip cheap
0: chip chip, 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 uh, yeah, that,
1: that exact sound that I just made, I believe, is in Jingle All the Way.
0: Well, that's Go a- to our <laughs> Patreon
1: and listen to our review of Jingle All the Way. The best Arnold
0: Schwarzenegger Christmas movie there is. There's only one. So, essentially, there was a banking crisis that happened in February of 2023 when Silicon Valley Bank collapsed. Oh. Uh, that was called the Banking Crisis of Spring of 2023, something I did not know about. I mean, I of knew course. Silicon Valley Bank collapsed, but I didn't know that it like affected national global banking stuff. Um, but more importantly, Barclays got in some sort of hot water over selling some sort of debt product or something in the United States. They sold $17.6 billion worth of something, and then some people in Florida sued them and they just paid a 1.6 billion dollar fine. Ugh. Uh and so uh their profits are bad in addition to having like this questionable yeah. regulatory like debt concern. Uh funny thing when you search Barclays like 10K like their the report they give to shareholders it is almost exclusively about how they want to solve climate change and like sustainability. Yeah. <laughs> Part of me is like, is this just a whole play to be like, we're investing in this and this and this cause we are losing money. <laughs> cause we're underwater for Kringle's sake. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like they did something quasi illegal or bad and yeah. had to pay a $1.6 billion fee. A few months ago, their stock dropped by 10%. So Barclays is, uh, you know, I, I wonder though, you know, when you look at stocks and you look at like pre 2008, I do wonder if, if, if it's one of those things where what did Barclays dip or is Barclays operating at what perhaps is a natural size for that bank? Like, yeah, were they trying to juice their numbers to get, I mean, I would be surprised at the reason they were selling whatever they were selling. It's in mean, banking is like purposely opaque. It's hard to understand. Like, Whatever they were selling, I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, "We got to get back up. We got to juice these numbers." But it's like (laughs) they got hit with a fee, and I don't know, you know. So Barclays, we lost money. It has been, you know, if you look at the stock over the year, it's not like it's been crashing, but overall, Barclays um, has gone down. It went down by this year alone, uh, investment from date twelve point three percent. So that's the inverse of the S and P five hundred, according to Ashton Kutcher. And, you and that if ad? it's at no wait, what is it? Where he's like, the S and P grows ten percent year over year. Now that's saying it will guaranteed, oh, right. That's how market is. he's do like magic tricks. And all I stuff. have seen that. I have <laughs>
1: seen that. I'm like Ashton. That is not necessarily true anymore. <laughs> I'm waiting for that S and P five hundred like thing to like increase around eight percent. First of all, it's around eight percent, not ten percent. And that like ten eight percent every year. It's like what year are you talk like since twenty twenty? It has been all over the place. <laughs> I just love that Ashton is our just one. Ash, we were just all supposed to blindly trust Ashton Kutcher with investing in advice. As as use. people should trust me because I look exactly like Ashton Kutcher. Agree with me? Yes. <laughs> That's all we need to hear. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's funny. You you do not have to say anything. <laughs> you can. I'll let you off the hook with this one. But. Ashton Kutcher is just one of the people that we liked growing up, and then he was like, "I'm in investing now." And now all of a sudden, there's all these commercials like, "You should invest in this." Ashton Kutcher said you should do it, and it's like, "Why do I care what Ashton Kutcher has to say?" Because he was Jobs.
0: He was yeah, in Jobs.
1: I I
0: am Steve Jobs. That's my impression. I'm of Steve him. Jobs. My name is Chris, not Ashton. I- remember that. No, i don't know but i this is what i want to say before i don't mean it but i want to say it. guy thinks he's ashton kutcher looking like topher grace hey <laughs> where'd that come from who are you referencing in that
1: reference <laughs> i also uh, just looked up why why is why is the Barclays center the worst and there's a lot of arguments that make a lot of sense number one the location, while the location was amazing for me living in Brooklyn and people who live in Brooklyn because it's right off the train. Anybody trying to drive in from New Jersey anywhere else? There's literally no part, literally no parking whatsoever. Accessibility, uh, uh, people living in convenience, they live limited, yeah, limiting parking is bad. Um, also, that people really don't like that it, the corporate influence of Barclay Bank, uh, they it's taken away from the authenticity of the local brand. And the community impact, blowing up a spot in downtown Brooklyn, is making prices and rent rise, displacing residents who live there. So I don't want to be super pro Barclays Center because that's a really terrible thing. Gentrification is a very terrible thing. That's how I feel. Well, yeah, and I'm not going to apologize for that. Not for you, not for anybody.
0: But I, but I want to live. People like me and and Ashton, we look a certain way that
1: we're allowed to do whatever we want, and I want to show the people that I am mindful of that.
0: You know, what's interesting. Someone just on on that point, they said, if you really want to, like, curtail gentrification neighborhoods, you got to go to the local city councils because they are the ones mm. approving a lot of the zoning of stuff. Yeah. So. And when they the, have a big
1: fancy Starbucks moving in, you know those, those city council members are saying, give me that money.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can't. Obviously, there's also just people like this. There's a fucking investor. I did, I will say, in Somerville, Massachusetts, which isn't really... Totally, I guess, gentrification. It's a historically also... Well, actually, I don't know. That's a good question. But there were a lot of white people in there already. But Let's a guy yes. came in from L.A., and I, was oh, at I remember a, this. I was at a town hall meeting or his zoning meeting, and they were grilling his ass. And I was like, really? this is good. Yeah, just sort of like. Yeah, I he
1: like, I want to make Somerville a boho artist community. And everyone's like, Pfft.
0: get out of he, here. He said, Somerville is like Los Angeles without all the bullshit, to which I said, you are the bullshit. I didn't say that in person. I said <laughs> it in my head. He's from Beverly you, Hills. should uh,
1: have You should have stu- told me the story that you stood up and screamed that in the city council meeting, and that everybody clapped. He
0: there was a. You moment. are the bullshit. I am the captain now. <laughs> in that meeting, I there was one of the people was looking at his plans for a condo he's building. They're like, "You want to build an eight hundred square foot two bedroom and charge like twenty five hundred bucks a month?" And there he was like, "Yeah." And they we were do like, it in L.A. <laughs> they were like, That's the bullshit we're talking about. <laughs> That's like a, a studio apartment, like in Somerville. <laughs> so.
1: Anyways. Yeah, it's a big
0: no for me, dog. Anyways, Barclays looks like they struggling. They're not doing well. They struggling. But they're like, struggling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. uh, I like strudel. Struggle? Strudel? I'm gonna I'm I'm
1: gonna <laughs> I'm gonna call it a little early tonight. I get a little shut <laughs> eye. That really that really pissed me off. I I gotta cool off. I did not enjoy that.
0: That's one of my favorite uh, things. I'll I'll call you later. Is what you're doing. Just that action. When someone does the most G, like
1: (laughs) tip their top hat, and it just lays there, that really pissed me the fuck off. Um, I really hated that. Mike, I today, love it too.
0: we're going to introduce a brand new game. Would you like that? What? I think we're, we're wrapping up Barclays. We're done talking about Barclays. I
1: am done. You did a great job of teaching me about Barclays.
0: Thank you. It's a bank. And apparently it's a bank. A ba- it's a bad <laughs> bank. They did what banks do. They do seven twenty point six billion billion of illegal stuff that they pay $1.6. Yeah. <laughs> their, their share price takes a little dip in the pool, and then they they try not to drown. A little dip in the pool. A little it's a dip. It's a big, big bank. Uh, a seven-layer dip. Big, bad bank. Big, bad bank. Big Who's bank afraid bank. of the big, bad bank? Um, Mike. <laughs> Today. <laughs> Who's We're afraid playing? of the big, bad bank? A new game called, uh, Mad Libs. Well, if you're a baby, you might need a bear, Cause it's time to play the game that we call Mad Libs. Mike. We're breaking you, out Mad Libs. I can't believe we are doing Mad Libs. Are you familiar
1: with how Mad Libs work? Yes, I am. A fun little story with all the adjectives, nouns, and verbs cut out. So little guys like me can slip in our own personality and become part. Of the story. That is correct. <laughs>
0: what a wonderful.
1: Explanation. I my eyes rolled in the back of my head as I I don't even know where that
0: came from. I meant to say uh, yes. And that came out. Yes. I, I love Mad Libs as a kid. I don't know if you did as well, because sometimes I was he, fine with them. OK, well. No, but I I, 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 I respect
1: them. Yeah, I got no, to take, no, 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 <laughs> take a little time out. Lay down. I, I have some people down. to call.
0: I think, I don't know. I'm going to call I got to call some
1: friends of mine who actually are funny. <laughs> <laughs> I got to call anybody Bill. He kills me.
0: <laughs> oh, Mike. So earlier in the show, I read you a description of Barclays. Now, yes. I am going to Mad Lib that. Are you ready? Oh.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Now, I think in future iterations, I might create Mad Lib something else totally non-related to Barclays. But for today, for the standard thing, why not take something related to Barclays? So I love it. I'm going to ask you for a series of things, adjectives, verbs, nouns, if you do not mind providing them.
1: Ken, for you, I would kill somebody.
0: I'll do anything for you. Can I have an adjective? Okay. Such as stinky, porous, annoying, lovely. How about...
1: How about... I'm trying not to just do the ones that you just said. How about
0: charming? Can I have, since we're already thinking about adjectives, can I have another adjective? Is wet an adjective? Yes. Uh, Can I have a first name? Let's go with Tina. Can I have another first name? Let's go with Christopher. Can I have a year? We
1: got to say the big crash, market crash, 2008.
0: All right. Can I have a noun? Um, Pig. Okay. Can I have a verb? Um, Bopping No Boogieing <laughs> Or okay. boogie Okay To boogie Can I have the name of a city Any city St. Louis Alright I need a noun Noun Bill
1: Clinton <laughs> <laughs> Okay Can I have another noun Um, let's say iron.
0: Okay. Uh, now person, place, thing, or animal. Uh, I need like a business word. Uh, acquisition. Okay. And I need just a, a last name. Um, butt grease, okay. Barclays was founded by Charming Tina and Wet Christopher in 2008. <laughs> Originally established as a pig and boogie business <laughs> in the city, pig of and what St. pig and what pig and <laughs> what business. Boogie as a pick and boogie business in the city of (laughs) St. Louis. It was initially it was initially known as Bill Clinton and Iron. (laughs) Over the years, the business went through several acquisitional changes and transformations, (laughs) eventually becoming Butt Grease Bank. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen. That nah, was Lib. Mad Lib. Yeah!
1: Pig and I boogie. can't believe that. Um, oh my god, a pig, a pig and boogie business <laughs> known as <laughs> Butt Grease Bank. What does the word butt grease make you think of?
0: <laughs> Wiping my ass. What do you think? What does it make <laughs> you think of, Father Morrissey? Rutabaga soup, actually. <laughs> God. Ah, yes. Brown, hot, and intolerable. <laughs> that was the mad.
1: That was our first ever mad libs. That was fun. You like that? I very much enjoyed it. Oh, Ken. I had so much fun in this episode, but if you can't hear, I am wheezing. I'm regretting, I'm kind of regretting the Haywards frap to myself. It's not a good. It's not a good move to frapping pod at the same time. Well, I'm glad you did it. I mean, it it hey it it made for great fodder for the pod. Uh, Bill Bill Clinton and Iron, an also known as Butt Grease Bank. <laughs> well, Ken, that was that was that that was the
0: Barkley episode, and I, I thought I had a lot of fun. I hope I hope you did as well. I, I feel like this was great. I did, and I, I hope you enjoy the rest of your time out in merry old New England, New Hampshire. I'll, and I'll, I'll see you soon on the other side. Huh? It's, it's three hours forward for you. Why don't you go enjoy the rest of your evening? I got the, I got my evenings just beginning.
1: Your evening, you're in the future. I'm in the future. You're in the past. Yeah. That was a fun little bit. That was a friend of the pod, Stefan Sansel, when I live in California, he was, in, he's in, goes to MIT in Boston. And I would always call him, and my brother adopted it too. He'd be like, don't forget, like I'm in the future. I have to go to bed in two hours. You still have so much time ahead of you. <laughs> for you, what time? It's it's 7.30? 7.30. 730. You, uh, you probably haven't even had supper yet. Enjoy your evening. And guys, hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We love you so much. We've had more people uh, uh, giving us stars on Spotify, ranking us on, on Apple Podcasts and stuff like that, but... Just follow our show and that's all I can ask for. We love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.
0: Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Paper Jam Podcast. New episodes come out every Thursday. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at the Paper Jam Pod or shoot us an email at the PaperjamPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon, where Mike and I post bonus episodes, videos, and other sweet, sweet content for you to enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.